We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, baby. Welcome. It is Tuesday, hour one, hourly with Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. And eh, it is, uh, you're feeling better today, I know, than you were yesterday. You know, it's kind of funny because Joe Beamer did a segment of uh, the program sitting in for David Bellavia on video games. And I realized that as far as you guys are concerned, I would have absolutely nothing to add to the subject of video games because the last one I played, I'm pretty sure, was Pong. I think that's the last one I played. That would have been in the mid to late 1970s, Pong. That was it. I don't do video games. And I know that that might, it probably makes me sound old uh, because there's no really denying the truth. But uh, I just, for some reason, don't have the time for video games. I know some of you are ardent gamers. People in my own family are actually uh, quite good at video games, frighteningly good at video games. One in particular, but your humble host, uh, I, I don't have a clue. I have absolutely no idea, and I guess part of me is secretly envious at those of you who have the time to do video games and get really, really good at them, because uh, I, I just I just don't, even if uh, I was on the 9 to noon schedule as I was uh, many years ago, I still don't think I'd have time to do video games, uh, just can't seem to, just can't seem to find enough time to do the things that I need to do for me, much less play with... Uh, with, uh, with soldiers on a TV screen and killing members of the opposing army. Don't know that I have a lot of time for that. And, you know, and I realize it's huge. I think, in all honesty, I think that this... It, now, I think Bellavia likes video games. I, and I don't know where he finds the time, but I think he likes them. So I, I think that uh, whether it's our morning news or during David's show, whatever, uh, that we should probably do an hour every week on video games. But I'm not the guy to do that segment because it would be like it, I, I would be so incredibly stupid. It would be like putting me on on a sports station. Ooh, it, yeah, it, 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 it wouldn't work uh, very well because I wouldn't really know of what I spoke. But anyway, uh, yeah, good good for Joe that he was able to handle that. Now, as far as the – I think Joe's going to have less and less time for video games when Little Beamer uh, pops out. Once Little Beamer pops out, I think uh, there are other concerns that uh, tend to come to the forefront, like diapers, um, not getting enough sleep – um, making sure that uh, Junior has all the uh, pediatrician visits in. You know, these things take precedence over video games, or at least, you know, should and do in, in most situations. Um, we did a show late yesterday on 
UFOs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, the new nomenclature for what we called UFOs back in the day. And um, I had mentioned a couple of times during yesterday's program the Phoenix Lights. And if you're not familiar with the Phoenix Lights, I strongly suggest that you do an Internet search for it and found this tremendous video last night on YouTube. It was the full, about an hour and a half video. Oddly enough, it's called The Phoenix Lights. And the witnesses that they had on that program were beyond reproach. Medical doctors, registered nurses, uh, people with master's degrees, and not, again, that master's degrees or PhDs necessarily instill common sense, but, uh, for example, they had an astronaut on with a PhD who absolutely believes in the, in the idea of uh, alien civilizations. Um, and it was uh, very, very interesting. I suggest you uh, check it out if you enjoyed yesterday's show on UFOs, the Phoenix Lights. And what happened yesterday... And I was kind of expecting this because I've worked more than my fair share of shows the day after a major Buffalo sports defeat where everybody is glum and gloomy, disheartened and depressed. Is uh, it, it was a little tough at first to get calls. But then once the calls came in, it was fast and furious. And by the end of the program, I didn't have time to take all the, uh, all the people that called in. And uh, to answer some people, the, uh, the caller that we had on between mm, roughly 5.45 and 5.55, Mark from uh, Buffalo, I don't know Mark. I don't know what his qualifications are. I've never met Mark to the best of my knowledge and belief. He's just a caller to the show, said he was an anis, uh, amateur astronomer, said his father was deeply involved in matters relating to missiles and aerospace, and that he himself at one point had had a security clearance at what level, I, I do not know. But he was just a dude who called into the show to report a sighting. And then the last thing he said during his first phone call to us yesterday was, any questions you have about UFOs, I could answer them. So I hung up because I had other callers to whom I needed to move on. And then I thought, well, that was really stupid because I just had a guy call in who claims I can answer any question about UFOs. And I moved on to other callers. So I had Mark call back, um, which he did. And we kind of finished the show talking um, with, uh, with Mark. And I don't know who gave the order. I'm not sure. Like, I, I can't tell you 100%, but it has been my belief uh, for a long time, it, actually since shortly after 9-11, that uh, the Pennsylvania flight didn't crash. I, I've always believed that it was shot down. Remember at the time, there were reports of a plane, unidentified, seen circling the wreckage site. And that was after every other plane was in the process of landing, either in the United States or Canada, on September 11, 2001. Now, who gave any order that might have resulted in that? I don't have a clue whether that's something that could have been done at the vice presidential level or had to be cleared at the chief executive level. Um, but uh, there's something about that particular part of 9-11 that has never really um, seemed right to me. It has just never seemed to, uh, to make a, a, a lot of sense to me. Uh, because even at the time, I remember people saying, well, if it crashed straight into the ground, how come we found debris 20 miles away? You know, why are we finding things 20 miles away that should have been contained at the crash site? And I thought that there were good questions then. I think they're good questions now. Do I know what happened? No, but I've long suspected that that was a, uh, a shoot down. 
And frankly, I don't know what else could have been done um, in in such a situation because they knew what had happened already in New York City at the Twin Towers. They knew what had happened at the Pentagon, and they knew what was going to happen. Uh, no good was going to come of allowing that plane to stay in the air. The people were going to die anyway. It sounds horrible to say this, but they were going to die anyway. And in a situation like that, however tough it might be to conceptualize what they always look for is, well, do we sacrifice the few to save the many? And that decision, obviously, uh, uh, whether it was the decision or whether it was the pilots on board, the terrorists, uh, I, I, I don't know. But I've, I've long had my uh, suspicions about the veracity of the tale that we were told uh, as far as the plane in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Can I prove it? Nope, I cannot prove it. Do I have suspicions? Yes, I do. I've told you what those suspicions are based upon. Will we ever know the answer? Probably not, because like I mentioned yesterday when we got into the UFO topic, those of you who are into uh, the JFK assassination and those of you who are into the UFO um, uh, phenomenon know that all too often, when we have these much-heralded government document releases, the ones that you really want to see accidentally damaged during photocopying, accidentally destroyed. And it's a pattern that you can actually follow. It's amazing, for example, in the JFK situation, how many documents pertaining to Lee Oswald and Jack Ruby were somehow destroyed during photocopying. I've never destroyed a single document during photocopying, and I bet you haven't either destroyed an original, right? Uh, it would be uh, that just seems like such a a bogus baloney thing to say. And it's the same thing with uh, the UK mentioned this yesterday when they declassified the UK's UFO documents the year in which the Rendlesham Forest incident took place. And if you don't know about that, there's plenty of information about it online. Mysteriously, two years had been accidentally destroyed including the year of the Rendlesham Forest sighting, which was a sighting by a couple of our Air Force personnel and one Air Force colonel. It's uh, one of the best sightings that has ever been documented. Phoenix Lights, by the way, also one of the uh, biggest sightings that has ever been documented, at least in the United States. And if you're interested in uh, what we talked about yesterday, the uh, Phoenix Lights documentary on YouTube, absolutely, positively worth a viewing. My only caution is it gets a little enviro-preachy at the end. Yes, it becomes a little bit enviro-preachy at the end. We've got to stop trashing our planet. We need to preserve the environment. Look, I I, I am an environmentalist, but I I also have a little bit of you know common sense. And uh, the environment, the climate, for example, has been changing a long, long time. And as I said, probably a million times last week and in previous programs that we've done, if not for climate change that happened well before Acme widgets or whatever post-industrial age factory was pumping carbon into the air, um, our climate changed, and it did so on multiple occasions. And if our climate had not changed, this show would be coming to you live from underneath about a mile deep glacier. But climate change caused the glaciers to retreat, 
the Great Lakes, the Finger Lakes, the escarpment of Niagara to form all of the geological um, uh, features that you see when you're driving in western New York. I mean, who, how, how were they actually formed? And I think you'll find that the retreating glaciers caused by climate change, which had nothing to do with man, uh, was the reason why when we look out, we see what we see when we look out, when we are driving around. And uh, it's always been that way. It's always going to be that way, man or no man. If every human being was extinct on this planet tomorrow, do you think climate change comes to a stop? Probably not. It's probably going to do exactly what it did before there are any extant uh, records of human beings. Um, It just is what it is. Now, the uh, thing I want to get into today is uh, a topic that we certainly have covered before, but uh, I want to come at it from a little bit of a different direction. As you know, uh, New York State is uh, beginning its ban on gas appliances. We talked last week with a home builder about what has to be done by 2025. Uh, For the rest of us, things are going to kick in in 2030. Uh, Tim Wenger talked to the governor of New York State over the weekend, and she is digging in her heels on the deadlines. Uh, These are hard deadlines, which she probably is going to introduce in her official budget proposal, which is due before, uh, before very long at all. And a couple of things I want to get into today, and again, you know, just the emphasis that I would like to make is um, it's not like you are going to be sitting at home and the gas police are going to be knocking at your door and ripping your gas stove out of your kitchen or your hot water tank from your basement or your fireplace from your wall after 2030. It's not going to be, it's not going to be possible to have a new appliance after that date. If your gas range breaks down after 2030, you are going to have to get an electrical range. If your hot water tank dies after 2030, any replacement is going to have to be electric, but they're not going to be coming in with machine guns and SWAT teams and and taking out your gas range, which, by the way, would lead to some interesting questions about what's going to happen to the landfills. Are they going to be filled with gas ranges, or are they going to melt those things down and turn them into... uh, turn them into cars. Who knows? But anyway, of course, they couldn't be gasoline-powered cars. But anyway, I I was kind of asking you right now um, a a real basic, actually, a few very basic questions. First of all, in your household and the way you live your life, how much of your life, and this this sounds like a really stupid question, but in light of a really stupid proposal, um, it's not such a stupid question. What part of your life revolves around natural gas? What do you have in your home that is natural gas? Because you remember, natural gas went from being energy efficient, clean burning, non-Middle East dependent natural gas to being Satan's farts. Just overnight. That's what it turned into. It was awesome. It was wonderful. It was an excellent source of energy. And suddenly, overnight, it became non grata. Element non grata in the universe, or at least in the universe of New York State. You know, do you have a gas range? How how do you heat the water in your home? I'm going to guess most of you heat it 
with natural gas. There might be some of you with uh, the never-ending um, hot water, which might run up your water bill if you like nice, long, hot showers. But uh, in, in my home, I was thinking about this. And uh, there, are, there are three things that I use. And if they go kaput, if, if my gas fireplace goes kaput, which I'm not expecting, of course, after 2030, providing I'm still living in the same home. But if it, if it goes kaput after that point, I wonder what's going to happen. Is it going to then just become an ornament? Because it's not built with a chimney. I mean, that would require an extensive renovation, I presume, to make it a wood burner. Or what are they going to do? Make it an electric fireplace, which to me has all the charm of wet leaves. An electric fireplace. Part of the natural gas fireplace that I love, love being able to turn it on and seeing the flames just dancing up and down adds a beautiful ambiance to the home. Not sure that electric is uh, going to do that for me or for you. Um, the other thing, as far as natural gas, the hot water in my home that is heated by natural gas, got the pilot light and everything else. And the problem is those hot water tanks they are, uh, they're not built to last the long time anymore. When you were growing up, if you're of a certain age, your hot water tank, you probably got 20, 25 years use out of it. Now you get 10 years use out of a hot water tank, and you can consider yourself to be um, on the average, right? About 10 years. Um, and the gas range, I have a gas range at home which I assure you does absolutely nothing to contaminate the environment because it isn't used that frequently at all. I mean, at all, because I just don't see much point in cooking for one. Oh, there might be the occasional soup I'll heat up, but that's about it as far as use for the uh, for the range. It's funny because uh, sometimes I wonder why I even have a kitchen in my home as far as food prep goes because I'm going to tell you right now, not a lot of food prep goes on in uh, in my kitchen. It usually takes place at restaurants across western New York. Just a lot easier to do it that way. And uh, the produce I find is fresher than if I put it in the fridge. Now the fridge is electric. That's not that's not gas. No, that's electric. But to what extent do you actually use natural gas. And as you look ahead into the future, for you as an individual, what is any ban on new gas hookups going to do or new gas appliances going to do for you? Now, we've had expert after expert saying a couple of things on the macro level. Number one, and chiefly, is our electric grid cannot handle a switch from natural gas to electric. The electric grid is woefully, dreadfully behind the curve. When they've got a better electric grid in India than we do in the United States, I think that speaks volumes. I mean, India has a lot of beautiful places and a lot of beautiful people, but you don't exactly think of it as having all of the amenities of a first world country. I mean, let's, let's be honest, even though some brilliant minds come from India. So, 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. So on the macro level, all the experts say that we don't have the electric grid capacity to make this kind of a change. 
On the micro level, that is you, how does it feel to be called micro? If your wife says that, you got a problem, my friend. But anyway, welcome to my world. But anyway, the uh, <clears throat> the other situation is on the micro level, how in the hell are people in an area like Buffalo, New York, going to be able to spend ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars to bring their house up to snuff electrically? from what it is now. We've had various electrical contractors or electrical um, uh, um, uh, people, electricians, call in and say, hey, if you want to increase the amount of energy you can tap into electrically, you're going to call in an electrician or a contractor, and it's going to cost you ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 to convert. How many of you have $30,000 sitting around in the bank just waiting to be spent to convert to electric what is now natural gas. And you know how it's going to work, right? You're going to lose one or two appliances, and you're going to find out that you need more juice coming into your house. And it's going to be time for a fancy and costly visit from the electrical contractor. I mean, that's no small job, for, as explained by the electrical people. And maybe some of you have already done this. It's going to add tens of thousands of dollars onto the price of homes after 2025. We already have a situation where young people have been priced out of the housing market. So how is this making it any easier? It just There are so many things about this idea that are, are just mind-boggling and baffling to me. Maybe you. Now, we'll find out. Maybe I'm wrong. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. More of you, less of me, after the news with Tom Puckett on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, it is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. So where are you on this uh, natural gas mandated conversion thing? Um, I obviously am not in favor of it. And the biggest single reason I can offer is, uh, is the fact that they want us to convert to something that doesn't have enough juice to keep us going. 
I don't know. It's like you are asked, you're being asked to drive to the tip of Cape Cod on one tank of gasoline. It's not going to happen. Maybe if you've got a hybrid, but even then, I'm not 100% on that. You, they're, they're asking society to do the impossible, to go all electric into a grid that cannot handle all electric. It just it makes no sense. And to what end? To what end? I am not convinced that climate change is man-made. Um, growing up in western New York, we took our earth science classes. We had our history of western New York, going back to the glaciers. And, um, yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm not convinced of it. I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm just not. Uh, and no matter what we do in New York State, New York State, um, less than one-half of 1% 1 of global emissions uh, are in New York State. But if everybody everywhere did it, okay, people in China aren't going to do it. People in India aren't going to do it. So we're being asked to sacrifice to put tens of thousands of dollars that we don't have into rewiring our homes when people around the world are just going to go about their merry way. And I'm sorry if the fondness I have for India does not extend to a great respect I have for the cleanliness of India. And frankly, despite my partial Asian background, I have no desire to go to China whatsoever. I have no desire to go to Mongolia, although maybe riding horses across the Mongolian plains. Who knows? Maybe that's my destiny. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And I don't think the Dalai Lama is going to invite me to Tibet anytime soon because he can't even go there. Uh, let's go to uh, some calls. Here is uh, Marianne in uh, Chictawaga. Marianne, you are on W. WBEN, welcome to the show. Hi, Tom. Yes, ma'am. Um, I just wonder if uh, she's going to have a carve-out for the Amish who don't use electricity at all. Uh, well, I presume the Amish are just going to be able to go about uh, their, their, their way and uh, do things the way they've always done them. But they use propane stoves and propane lights and... If they're not going to be able to replace those stoves, at what point is it become an infringement on their First Amendment rights? Uh, their freedom of religion. Uh, that yeah. that is a, that's a very interesting question. I don't think that the governor has thought through the answer to that. I certainly don't know the answer. I doubt the governor's even thought of it. I mean, how, how can you take the governor seriously when she's from an area which lost almost fifty people in the blizzard? of 2022 and she's insisting that we along with everybody else become an all electric area how did electricity work for you during the blizzard um we didn't lose any power at all um but there again i mean there's so many issues with her, her passing this is i don't think it's gonna fly i really don't well, um, I would like to think that you are correct, but the legislature is dominated by the Democrats. The governor's office is dom uh, dominated by the Democrats. Sure. And I, I basically, whatever Kathy Hochul wants, she should be able to get because she is the de facto leader of the Democrat Party in New York State by virtue of being governor. And she's got a heavy hammer to swing. Right, right. I don't know. I just I think there's going to be too many carve outs in this thing. And I, I just don't see it happening in our 
in 2030. I mean, that's only seven years away. Come on. Um, well, I, you know what? I wish that I could say the same thing. I wish I could be as positive as you are, but I'm not because too many things have happened in this state um, with respect to, let's say, the, uh, the, the firearms issues. Um, we, oh, had, yeah. we, we had thousands of people in Albany in February of 2013 marching against NY Safe. And what happened all these years later, New York's gun laws got even more restrictive. Right. So all of the people whose feet were on the ground in Albany, we might as well saved our gas money. Because, You're right. I mean, it, unfortunately, we've talked about this before, and I look, I, I wish I had a more positive message, but when New York City is where the votes are in any statewide office, we don't matter. I, I, I wish I could tell you otherwise, but do you really think statewide – Western New York or any place west of the Hudson really matters because the votes are in New York City? She's from here. Right. You know, you would think she would be a little wiser to heating conditions in the wintertime and people's preference for natural gas. Right in our southern tier, we have, you know, individuals with gas wells on their property. We have, you know... You would think she would be a little bit more enlightened to this instead of really pushing, ramming this through. No, I, I hate to I hate to break the news for you, but um, Kathy Hochul is an unscrupulous reptilian shape shifter. And she oh, proved that when she was running yeah. for Congress in a conservative district. At one point, she was endorsed by the NRA. She becomes governor and suddenly she becomes left of, of Andrew Cuomo. Right. Right. She will say, yeah, see, here's, here's the thing. People like you and I, we, we change opinions, okay? We're entitled to change opinions. But when you change an opinion, you don't do it for the benefit of Marianne. You, just, you, you do it because you are uh, enlightened, you have additional evidence, additional information, and you decide that a different path is the correct way to go. Somebody like Kathy Hochul changes opinions because she can always say that she evolves. But interestingly, she evolves toward the area that has all the votes. Right. Big, yeah. big difference between changing your opinion because you've had a genuine uh, reformative experience and doing it for your own personal gain. And unfortunately, that's what I see with Kathy Hochul. I see it in, in lots of other politicians, but Kathy Hochul is the poster child to me for everything that is wrong with politicians in general. Yeah, yeah. She, she is a panderer. That's a good word, panderer. All right, uh, Marianne, thank you very much. I, I appreciate it. Uh, your, your view on the uh, conversion to natural gas, and again, nobody is going to come in and steal your gas stove or your gas furnace. Oh, yeah, I also heat my home with natural gas. How could I forget that? Probably because I use my fireplace so much. Keep the thermostat low and sit in front of the fireplace like a fool. I enjoy it. 803, must be a pyromaniac deep inside me. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Larry in uh, Chictawaga, you are on. Hello. Uh, yes, uh, I'm a senior citizen, and I live in subsidized housing, and there's 80 apartments in my complex over here, and everyone's got a, a, a hot water tank and a heat with gas. So does that mean that they have to replace all 80 apartments? Um, it would that's a very say again, this is a very interesting question. If one person's hot water tank runs out, how would it, is it going to be possible to replace just that one water tank with electric after 2030? 
Right, and just think about, like, even in Williamsville, where you live in, there's senior subsidized housing, there, HUD housing. And then, and uh, HUD would have to tell the, comp- tell the company that owns this that they have to do it, or is HUD going to do it? Uh, again, a very excellent question. Between the Amish and the government-subsidized housing, absolutely. I mean, let's put it this way. Why, why doesn't Albany, why don't they set the example at the state capitol? Why don't they set the example at Kathy Hochul's place? She uh, put a very infamous picture out showing her cooking on a natural gas stove. Right. See, we have, we have electric stoves over here in the kitchen, and of course the refrigerator and that, but uh, we do have heat. That's gas, and we have a hot water tank. And then there's 80 apartments over here, and that's only one complex in Chitawaga. You know how many complexes there is in Chitawaga that's seniors. Oh. And you know Williamsville has four or five. And uh, there, there's a lot, of, a lot of them in western New York. And what's going to happen? What's going to happen to all these seniors if the company says we're not going to do this? And HUD comes in and says, well, you we can't live here because you don't have electric uh, uh, hot water tank or electric heat. Um, again, excellent question. Who pays for it? If you're in subsidized housing, that's based on income. So right, I'm guessing, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing you don't have thirty or forty thousand dollars around the house to spend on uh, rewiring your particular unit. That you're no. not going to be in that long. No, 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 no way. And then there's there's a lot of where I live alone. There's a lot around us. There's a lot of senior housing, and uh, all these places have to get it done. My God, it's going to be. There's 500, maybe 500 apartments within a mile and a half of here. Well, the new builds, uh, they're going to have to, uh, anything done 2025, they're going to have to have it built in. And, and I don't know who's going to soak up the extra cost because if one single-family home is going to look at twenty dollars to $30,000 in extra cost to be compliant with what Kathy Hochul wants, right. I can't even begin to imagine what an apartment is going to cost and then to whom is that bill going to be passed on. Is that going to be right. passed on to taxpayers because it is subsidized housing? Is it, is it, is it going to be added to your rent, which is, is stupid? It be us because we live here? Do we, do we have to pay it because we live here? It's going to be our, our apartment? Um, that, again, excellent question. I don't even, I would doubt that Kathy Hochul has the answer to that because, frankly, this seems like something that was not thought through very clearly. Not right. thought oh, through very well. Um, John LaFalse once said something. It's it's a cliche, but he always pops into mind in something like this. And you know, I do not exactly view the world as former Congressman John LaFalse views the world. But the devil is in the de- is in the details. Right, is in the details, right? And you know, if if any, anybody from HUD Housing is listening out there, please call up Tom Bowerly and explain what we're going to do with the, when this happens so we know what's going on because a lot of these people here are getting testy already huh. thinking about no thinking about they're going to have to pay more the rent's going to go up and everything else well unfortunately uh, you're not going to have any of those bureaucrats call in because they're bureaucrats they cannot speak for themselves they yeah. would be answerable to their supervisor their supervisor would be uh, would be answerable to somebody with political juice who would be told shut this person up yeah so we're, we're 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 screwed. <laughs> well, we'll it. we'll see. I mean, we'll see whether you're screwed. I mean, I, I I don't like you know one one of the things I have to say is as you become older, you kind of care less and less what happens in 2040 because you realize you're probably not going to be here in 2040. Yeah, but a lot of people will still be here. We have disabled here too that are younger. I understand. They're here too, so. I understand. Thank thank you very much. Okay. I I appreciate it, Larry. Thank you. All right, it gets a great point brought up by Larry. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the people I, I, I feel most sorry for are your kids and, and your grandkids and the kind of world that we're leaving for them. 
Um, it, it's hard enough for young people to buy houses today, and I can't imagine how much more difficult it is going to be when you add an extra twenty or thirty grand onto the price of a new build. It just and, and then uh, down the line the cost of rewiring your home from an electrical contractor so your home can be compliant with all these new appliances. That's going to come out of your pocket. Uh, subsidized housing will probably come out of the taxpayer pocket. Uh, they're not going to hit seniors for a very simple reason. Seniors vote, and most people don't vote, but seniors do vote, uh, and politicians tend to be aware of that. Uh, back to the calls on WBEN, taking everybody in order. Uh, this is uh, Bob in uh, Tonawanda. Bob, uh, your, your take on all this. Hey, how you doing today? Well, better than yesterday. <laughs> For sure. Now, back uh, uh, talking about electric heat, when I had my house built, I had to go total electric. I had a little bit of insight on it. Uh, I didn't like the uh, uh, baseboard heating. So I had an electric forced air furnace put in, and later on I had a heat pump put in. But on the average, this is from 78 to 88, my average electric bill on a monthly basis was $400 a month. Oh. Mm. And, you know, if people want to do that, fine. But I'm, I'm in favor of natural gas all the way. Well, uh, I've heard that. I've heard that about people. First of all, uh, there's some issues with the heat pumps that they only work up to a certain coldness level. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, 30, yeah, just a little bit below 30 degrees. Now, supposedly they've gotten better over time, and then they're more expensive to use than natural gas. They are because they, they run on electric. So in addition to paying all that money to convert your home, you can look forward to paying more money out of your family's budget to stay warm in the wintertime. That, to me, that's absolutely insane. Yeah, I remember one, one of the winters we had here, uh, it was snowing out and it was, uh, the wind was kicking up. And I had to physically go downstairs and shut the electric furnace off because I was afraid it was going to overheat. Oh, good grief. Good grief. Yeah. Well, other than that, how do you like your electric? I don't have electric. Oh, you, you switched back? Other you moved? Than, oh, no, no, no. I, I converted in 1988. Hallelujah. You converted. Yeah. Now, do you go door-to-door -door door on Saturdays with a white shirt and a black tie telling people to convert as well? <laughs> yeah. Ringing doorbells, disturbing public, disturbing people's property, uh, privacy. Um, interesting. Uh, Bob, thank you very much. Hey, thank you, and uh, Peg and Pillar uh, relatives. Uh, say what? Peg and, Peg and Bill are relatives. Um, okay. I'm not sure exactly what that means. Peg and Bill are relatives. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm lost. Uh, let's go back to the calls on WBEN. Life is so confusing sometimes. Is that an expression I should know? Josh has never heard the... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm lost on that one. All right, 803-0930. That'll bother me all day. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, by the way, this is interesting. 58% of Democrats want Joe Biden to run again, according to a poll that is out today uh, among what voters and uh, caucus goers, 58%. Um, it's amazing. 
You must love what's going on in the country. Uh, let's go to uh, John in Hamburg on WBEN. John, you are on. Your uh, thoughts on this whole converting situation? Hello, yes. Uh, what I'm curious about, I don't know the details of this law, but do you know or perhaps we can find out that, you know, they're saying they're not going to come into your home and take your gas appliances. But what happens in seven, eight years, I have all gas appliances, and I go to sell my house. Uh, is it going to still be lawful for me to sell my house with my gas appliances, or will they be requiring me to switch to electric before doing so? Uh, that, that's a really interesting question, and I don't think Kathy Hochul has thought that through. I don't think that she would even have the answers to that. Maybe we'll get some of those answers uh, if this uh, if this uh, idea is part of her budget proposal, but I, I would presume that... Uh, the onus would be on the new buyer to make the recommended change, which, by the way, depending on the market conditions at that time, might be a downside against you when you sell your home. You might uh, be in a situation where it then becomes a buyer's market as opposed to a seller's market, and uh, you find yourself with uh, a lot less extra out of your home than you thought you'd have. In other words, it's going to steal equity from you. Right, and I, I think your assumption that it may be put on the on the buyer may not be accurate, but who knows? We don't have any accuracy. Well, Remember, this is New York State, where everything that's not compulsory is illegal. No, you so asked me. You asked me a question. You, you asked me a question. I, I I gave you the best answer I could based on yeah. what oh, you know the way things currently are, uh, but without any solid foundation because I, I don't even think Kathy Hochul could answer that one, and she's the one with the idea. Yeah. I, no, I appreciate your help. Hopefully, perhaps someone can get us that information. So, yeah, All right, thank you. I can't really see them using that event to, to control us. Take care. All right, John, thank you. But, yeah, I mean, Mike, look, it's, it's an excellent question. But, again, I don't know the answer. We, we could bring Bob Ort back on the air. He's the state Senate minority leader. He's not going to know the answer either because nobody's seen word for word, sentence by sentence, the proposal. But I would presume that – up until the point of uh, conversion, um, it, it also might be a situation where um, if you buy a house in 2029 with all natural gas appliances, that the sale goes through, and then at such point as these appliances break down one by one, the new owner is required to make the necessary changes. I mean, that, that's another possibility that could happen. But if the person buying your home knows that they're going to have an extra expense in terms of rewiring the house, in terms of new appliances, they're going to figure that into the offer they make on the home. And we've been in a seller's market for a while. We're going to go into a buyer's market at some point, and they're going to use that as a bargaining chip against you. And if that is the case, uh, you're going to lose uh, some of your investment, which, uh, again... It uh, does not seem uh, terribly practical or fair to me, but you know, I guess that's why if you're moving out of the state, I'd do it sooner rather than later. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.